Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. Last night I had gone to a visit with one of my families and on the way home I had popped by a basically a vape shop. <laughs> I went in to get some CBD oils. Uh that I've been out of. I've been out for a little bit. Not, I don't usually buy these, my oil there. I usually buy it actually at the farmer's market. Uh, because my sleep has just been so affected. Like, just really badly affected, I think, by the recent events going on in our country. <laughs> I, I realize sometimes just how incredibly idealistic that I am. My mother used to call me Alice in Wonderland when I was a child. I've been called Pollyanna different times in my life, just, just believing in the best of, of situations, being, believing in the best of people. And so it's quite shocking to me what has been happening and there's part of me that wonders about just keeping my head tucked in the sand or do I need to keep my eyes wide open and <laughs> be paying attention uh, but yesterday I I got the official notice about something I had um, entered my book into a nonfiction writing contest. I I had got I had gotten four copies of it made, and I sent it to um, <laughs> to the place, and I. You know, they said that they would be announcing them by in January of 2021. And yesterday on the 11-11 of January, 1-11 of 2021, I got the news that I did not win. And I just sort of uh, I just sort of sat there and I and I was really discouraged like not not necessarily that I didn't win I was discouraged because I had yet something that I really wanted and I was not able to focus and have what it was that I wanted. And all these things were coming in my head yesterday, you know, you have to pay your dues. There's like, you know, all these schools of thought that go out there, well, I haven't really been at this very long, you know, I don't know, I just, and 
also knowing that all of that is utterly not, I mean, everything is as we believe it is. And so I go through this whole process of trying to soothe myself and in some ways there's no point in me even talking to anyone about this because they're not going to understand they're not going to understand exactly there's no one in my life and actually my proximity that would understand why I was so incredibly upset about my book once again being rejected I guess um, I and yesterday I was watching this um, this uh, I think it was an Evan Carmichael actually YouTube about Louise Hay I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and she's talking about her book you can heal your life and she said I didn't promote it she goes because I believed that you know the universe and life would promote it and and so I'm sitting here having had that thought you know since I've really really been at this for the last two and a half years that I live by inspiration and I'm inspired to do things and it is just a continuous doors just shutting. Um, the ideas are coming and it's really exciting and I put myself out there and um, I've, I've asked to be on some uh, like podcasts. I've asked some podcasters if they would interview me. Um, I actually have asked some people to collaborate. Uh, there was um, this guy on YouTube. Actually, I haven't seen one of his YouTubes in a long time. I don't know. Maybe he's not really doing them anymore. But he used to talk a lot about the law of attraction. And, and he was talking about YouTube collaborators getting together and doing an event and I got with him about that and like I just it just sort of see and then I've actually thought okay will you create the event um and all the while in all of this this isn't my full-time like my my paying gig right now is is absolutely occupying nearly all the time of my week um and so I'm I'm supremely busy and I'm just frankly exhausted but then I go back to the fact that I am also having a little bit of trouble sleeping um and it's also you know in in the area it's so according to Abraham Hicks we can be do or have absolutely anything that it is that we are desiring but you're not supposed to use the word want because when you say want you push whatever it is that you are wanting away um, and you you come into proximity you get on your high-flying disc and ideas and wonderful things come your way and 
and your life becomes so abundant that they are going to start doing seminars on how to de-escalate your abundance because you can't handle the 2,000 cars that have come your way, supposedly. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here, and, and then it's like, oh, well, I haven't been at this very long, which is a complete bogus um, belief, actually, uh, because it's all based on our our beliefs about it. And so I guess there that I am having resistant thoughts. I'm having resistance core beliefs. Um, but I'm sitting here right now in absolute belief that there is some factor that I have not yet figured out in all of this process. People who espouse the law of attraction actually say that it is as sure as gravity, that our thoughts become our reality. So we are creating our reality by our thoughts and our beliefs, and I guess our feelings about it. And so we're supposed to assume the belief that, that, so I was supposed to assume the belief that I had won that contest. I, I was supposed to assume that belief. But then you can't really care about it too much because if you care about it too much, then it pushes it away as well. I mean, it's this, this, and actually sometimes I get so exacerbated by the whole bloody thing. I'm like, oh my God, and I just want to freaking give up. Maybe all of this is just the biggest bunch of hocus pocus. I don't understand how some people have been able to... Um, do this and others don't. I I just, I don't understand why I'm in the grouping that doesn't. Um, and it's a, incredibly interesting to be espousing these principles when I have not yet mastered them. You know, and then I have this other pretty ginormous, um, that I was not indeed able to manifest this person that I was really interested in and I've really actively been um, been really trying to close any door that would, you know, and I mean really shut it off and go in a completely different direction uh, and not, it's sort of like trying to not care uh, about somebody that you actually care about and it's a really quite interesting <laughs> um, thing to try to do like yesterday I wake up and I look at my clock and it's 5.55 um, although I will admit that since I've been shutting doors those connections really have been been shutting down um, like it's I don't have the manifest the level of synchronicities that I had once with this person and and I'm I don't know if he was ever aware of me I, I, I mean I it's so hard for me to believe that he was not aware of me 
But one of the things that happened in all of this, when my life became a series of synchronistic events, <laughs> my life as a series of synchronistic events. Um, there's the name of my next little noodling um, book, um, Random ramblings on synchronistic events um was that it sort of it sort of was just almost um i'm not sure what the word is like non-biased as to how they came so like i i would get these synchronicities with other th events as well that I did not want to experience. But I guess by my attention upon them, I was, I was bringing those events as well. I, I, uh, so my life like really changed in 2012. 2012, I had an extremely traumatic event in my life, and I think I just really, I just completely reinvented myself, as in, I use the term I, as in I believe that we are all aspects of God, but being I, the aspect of God that I am, reinvented myself. And I... And then in 2016, I started to see these really weird numbers, like sequences. Like I saw one, like 1111. And so I started to, I started to look at, you know, at the clock constantly with an 11 in the number somewhere. Um, names, um, just weird stuff started to happen for me. Uh, and I, I was changing absolutely every aspect of my life and including the romantic aspect of my life. I, I had decided that I did not want anything status quo or anything mediocre. I really wanted an amazing connection with a man and I was willing to wait for it I really was I I I was willing to wait and so I spent many many years single I did date uh, the closest thing that I came to like an actual relationship was maybe three months and I was thinking recently about how I ended that little mini relationship and I just, it was the weirdest thing how I just, he, um, I had a not very good evening with him and it had been snowing and it was really icy and we left and he asked me to drop him off. I dropped him off and then I never really spoke to him again. So I guess you could say that I just sort of ghosted the guy. But I also knew that there was no point in me having any relation, any even talk with him 
because he didn't really want to have a, a a talk about anything really serious like not that it was any big hairy deal but I would have liked to have shared with him the events that had taken place that had really upset me I mean the whole evening was like him doing one thing after another that I was just I was so taken back by the evening but anyway uh, so I guess I did the equivalent of ghosting someone huh? <laughs> which is I guess kind of rude um, but anyway so and sometimes that I, I would actually like peruse dating websites a lot of times it wasn't necessarily to um, to meet somebody on the website but it was more so to change the energy in my actual life and it was sort of like I put out the signal to the universe that I that I um, was interested you know that I would like to experience something amazing and I had um, gotten on match for a period of time and then I could get off match I would go out for a month I would never pay for more than a month and because then I would go on match and then I would have you know a mixture of experiences to one degree or another but it would be another yet colossal fail <laughs> sorry I just think it's funny um, but so I end up um, but then I would get these emails like Match would just kind of send me these random emails and like 99.9% .9 of the time it was it was somebody that I was would not have even the slightest interest in but this one guy I was like wow he's pretty interesting so I ended up um, getting a match and reading his profile. So I read his profile and I'm like, hey, you know, this guy is super interesting. And uh, so I end up like getting with him and like giving him my phone number because I was concerned that something would happen with Match and you know I might lose this opportunity so I gave him my phone number and he ended up like texting me immediately and we ended up sharing like a few texts back and forth and then he said um, he said I don't think we would be a good match he said um, you I don't think we have a, a good communication style and I I was actually good with that and I and I like so then I just cut it off so I ended up cutting it off and I and I um and so I'm I go out with my friend which I I did fairly regularly we were both single and we we go out and listen to music and 
have a drink and stuff and we had gone out the night before and we had like a really good time <laughs> we ended up meeting this this guy it was kind of random he was like I think he worked for like a beer or a wine company and he was actually like living in his car and like like he was breezing through town he wasn't going to be staying and um we just had like a really fun time. We ended up going into this uh, Western bar. <laughs> the three of us were dancing. It was so funny. Um, but anyway, so I'd ask her if we could go out the next night too. And so we end up uh, going out and, and I don't know, I just got this inkling. I said, you know, do you mind if we leave? this place and she was like yeah I don't mind so we end up standing in front of a bar in town and I'm looking in because what I really enjoyed doing was listening to live music so I'm looking in the bar and in comes the match guy he, he's like standing there I can see him standing there and I'm trying to pretend like I can't see him that I don't recognize him and I'm thinking, oh, crap, there's the guy from Match that said we weren't a good match. And then he says, he says, um, so he makes it so that he's like, aren't you, you know, Jamie, which is my name. And I'm, and I'm forced to like, like, and you know it's the weirdest thing like in hindsight honest to god I wish I absolutely at this point wish that I would have just not responded or would have responded in not the way that I responded but I I said yes and uh he ended up saying oh well I just came down here to ask somebody a girl out to have a drink so would you and your friend like to have a drink so we go in and it at least gave me the opportunity to um to tell him you know why I disappeared because you know frankly I don't have time for ambivalence I mean I, I really don't I had worked on myself to a point and I had like a level of self-love that I if you're ambivalent about me, you can just move along. And um, the night, that night was like a really weird night. Like there was this really weird mix of energy. And I, I had no idea at the time, like necessarily who I was or that I was as empathic as I was. I just, um, and, and that led to, to this this whole rabbit hole that I jumped into with this particular person uh, and he ended up like asking me to marry him very quickly which I thought was an indication that he knew who he had but actually the truth is I didn't even know necessarily who he had at that point <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. So this is why it's kind of this quandary for me. And and just the quick part is, is that it was like, it was this relationship 
that I absolutely loved him more than I thought that I had the ability to love. I mean, not minus my children or my family or friends or things, but like it was this romantic love that I just didn't know that I was even capable of. But it it was like the best and the worst. And I actually, in hindsight, wish that I had never met him. I actually have tried my best to like erase this entire episode of my life from from my memory. Uh, and and so, but all along, it was in in my mind throughout that entire relationship, in my mind, I was like, surely he has some idea of of who because I had a level of self-esteem and self-love that I'm like, surely he knows that I'm amazing. And I don't say that as a, it's like, if you think these thoughts about yourself, somehow you're, you're completely conceited. And you're like this, you're kind of like this conceited, horrible self, selfish person, because you actually realize your greatness. You actually realize how freaking amazing that you are. And so I I come to this place and it's even worse now where I don't understand why somebody wouldn't hire me. I don't understand why somebody wouldn't want to date me. I don't understand why the the people who created the writing contest wouldn't pick my book. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. It's like, what, are they crazy? Are you nuts? <laughs> so yesterday I had this, like, fleeting thought. Well, I guess I just categorically suck. You know, I, I, you know like, my YouTube channel continues to have, you know... 49 subscribers, you know, I have like a number of views on each one, but I mean, it's in the single digits. Um, you know, I keep putting out these podcasts and they, they have, you know, I mean, everything appears to be like in some way, all of my efforts appear to be sort of like these colossal efforts. And I keep saying, but someday, Someday my book will read, reach a broader readership. Someday my YouTube will tubes will reach a greater watchership. <laughs> my podcast will reach a greater listenership because you know it's not it's not the the quality. I don't have all these bells and whistles. I don't do any editing. It's not but the quality of what I am speaking about, the the intentionality behind it, the that this is it, folks. That the na- nature of reality, it's not being done. It's not like this general. I thought all my life that it was, it was this 
you know, cause and effect that it was this, this life was kind of happening to me. And I was just having to, I guess, just put up with, or just live with whatever, you know, happened to come my way. But it's just the opposite. It's that life is happening for me. So I am creating my life. And this flip-flop, while very exciting, is, is where it's at, but it's also, it's also we're responsible. We're responsible for, for, I guess, our vibration and staying, you know, <laughs> Louise Hay also said something in the YouTube that I watched. There's something that I I really have a hard time with. And that is, she was talking about gratitude. You know, and that God loves a grateful heart, or the universe loves a grateful heart. And she said, you know, how do you, you know, if somebody gives you a gift and you, oh, I just this isn't what I wanted or this, I don't like this color. If you're, she said, the universe is, you know, not going to want to give you anymore. And, but if you absolutely love the gift, then, you know, the giver wants to keep giving you gifts. And there's something in that that just has always struck me strangely. It's always struck me strangely because it says something kind of about the conditionality of the giver. And love just keeps loving. Love loves because it loves to love. And it's not based on me. It's not based on... It's sort of like... Like if you look in the most selfish kind of awful people can be supremely rich. Can have tons and tons of money. People that are just really kind of bratty and complain about every meal they ever get and t send it back. And so I say like it kind of doesn't doesn't exactly ring true to me and then this like 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 when you say that to somebody when you like you know when they come to you you know with something and then they you you come to them with like a and it's like well you should just be grateful and it's such a shaming thing you know that you're not feeling perfectly grateful in every given moment of every day. Yes, generally I am in a state of gratitude. Generally I am in love with life and in love with love, but there are times where I, when I have like a continuous series of no's coming at me and doors shutting, seemingly shutting, and I'm, I, 
I put out a, a enormous amount of effort, a enormous amount of effort in the projects that I do to be able to to um, that I I I think it's really okay for me to feel all of my feelings, including that I'm not feeling necessarily grateful in the moment. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to basically share that I, I had had like, you know, and this setback was not as bad as other setbacks that I've had, frankly. I I was sad a little bit. Um, but I'm sort of coming to another space in my life where there is this sense of not really caring. Not really caring that much about anything. I'll just I'll just keep at it. I'll just keep at it. Um I I had I had watched this YouTube not that long ago or this it was on it was just a video. It was on something, could have been on Facebook, I don't know, but um where this girl had she was working at I think like a coffee shop or something and this lady came in and was kind of staring at her and she was like, "Guy, you know, why is that lady staring at me so much?" And she was asking like these really weird questions, and the girl just was like, "Basically, why is this lady asking me this stuff?" And she said, "Well, it's just that I think that you have a really good chance of winning Miss America. You have a chance of winning this beauty contest." And the and this young girl just kind of starts to laugh. And the lady's like, well, you know, I I actually coach these, you know, people in, their, in these contests. And so she ends up um, being coached by this lady, mentored by this lady, and she enters the con the contest and she loses. And then she enters the contest the next year and she loses. And she enters the contest the next year and she loses. And in the process... Um, I mean, this lady just keeps encouraging her. And at one point, the lady actually passes away. Um, But this young girl just, she doesn't stop. And it was like something ridiculous, like the ninth time that she entered, she did indeed win. And there is something in that in the act of not, you know, not really caring quite as much as you did the first time of just sort of having a little bit more fun with it, the not really caring as much about it, the, you know, the sort of letting go and letting God, you know, or the universe part of it, that must be a factor. I personally have not yet manifested, like, (laughs) although I will say that the position that I have right now, my paying gig, 
I'm really, you know, it was just really a good fit for me and I like it. I think that it's, it's, uh, it's pretty challenging and it takes up a lot of my, my energy, but I am enjoying it. And I, I really feel like it is an avenue for me to be useful in people's lives you know, I feel like my presence is, is making a difference as like last week, I went to see one of my young people and he was standing outside my car door when I got there and I, I get out and I walk around and he says, I'm just so glad you came to talk with me again today. (laughs) And it made, I just felt so happy. It was just such a delight to, to even have this young person be happy that I'm coming. (laughs) But anyway, I'm going to take some of my CBD oil and try to go back to sleep. I thank you for listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And That is a wrap.